<laughs> All right, let me try that one more time. My microphone was not in my face. Maybe you can hear me now. Welcome to Street Fight Radio. Can you hear me? We are here uh, in the basement, Wednesday night, time for a street fight. Brian and I are here to talk shit about the world, discuss things, try to get us all together to make something different than what we're currently dealing with. Uh, we're happy that all y'all have joined in for the ride. We've been doing it for nine years now, and we have a lot of uh, great listeners and support, and it's turned into a wonderful community of people that we absolutely love to hear from. So please message us and let us know what's going on. Streetfightradio at gmail.com. We're on social media at StreetFightWCRS on Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. On uh, Twitch, I'm sorry, on Twitch, we're Street Fight Radio. On YouTube, we're Street Fight WCRS. Uh, and if you want more of what we do, we have zines coming out. We have the parenting zine is coming in the next couple days. The metal zine will also be coming out this month. We are also doing our bonus podcast, 100 Million Tons of Steel, the metal podcast from Street Fight Radio. We talked to Minion Death Call last week. And uh, we're talking to Riley from the band Power Trip on Monday. We're going to record that episode. We're going to be talking about thrash metal. Death. So death metal. <laughs> Got it wrong off the bat. Uh, but yeah, Riley, Riley underscore Cyrus. You know them from Twitter uh, and from the band Power Trip. We're going to give them uh, some time on the show to talk about death metal. One of my favorites over the last few months. Something I've enjoyed uh, incredibly. Uh, during COVID times, and uh, if you are watching on the stream right now, peace, welcome, glad to have you. Uh, there is a big joint chat. If you're on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, or YouTube, you can talk to talk to everybody. Whatever it is, it's all joined together. But we have figured out a new hack to get us money. Um, there is a uh, there is. A we've had, we had a little dip in the Patreon, which was expected uh, for this month. But if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, you are allowed to gift one subscription. Uh, get one subscription for free. Is that right, Jason? Yeah, you get a free. You Prime get one. Prime you get a free. Okay, if you have Amazon Prime, create a Twitch account. You can go to Street Fight Radio and you get one free subscription and that kicks a couple dollars our way and it costs you absolutely nothing if you're already paying for that service. Uh, so that's a way to help Street Fight Radio without costing you anything extra. And uh, we're going to have exclusive uh, bitmojis and shit in there and all kinds of weird shit. So that's coming down the pipeline. Uh, I've been talking forever. How's it going, Brian? Uh, just fucking magnificent. Actually good, you know? I got a couple updates. People worry about me. Rash is gone. No more rash updates. Although, maybe after Shocktober, the miniseries is going to be Rash Boys. And I'm just going to talk about different rashes I've had and maybe have guests on to talk about their rashes. I had a terrible rash. Post I posted about it. People seem very interested in rash talk. So, 
maybe you know shocktober ends we're in that lull before the holidays we're still depressed from quarter teen that's uh Hi, Jesse. <laughs> We're still depressed from quarantine. Uh, maybe we'll do rash cast and just rash it up. You know, people love rashes. It's okay. hot content. But my car, uh, I got a call yesterday from the dealership, which we have called the dealership in the past. I'm going to call them the dealership again. They're doing deals now. They, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They're back to doing deals. <laughs> they uh, called me and said, we're going to do this for free. Do this what? The catalytic converter. What? Which is a $500 part. Yeah, it's a big I looked thing. it up. It's a $500 part, and it's a lot of labor. Yes. Also. Mostly labor. I mean, they were charging gonna... a grand for labor if they were going to charge me for it, right? Yeah. You're getting a $400 part. I looked them up because I was going to do it myself, which would have been... Four days long. It would have taken me four days. Catback was a big deal back in the Fast and Furious days. That was like an upgrade <laughs> to get yourself a new catback yeah. system. So you would have been able to get through it. Maybe eight days. A lot of I had somebody that was going to come and help me. Okay. That was like, yeah, I can do it. And I trust him. So okay. I, I, I would have been good. But uh, they called and said, uh, hey, you know, uh, we're going to do a Goodwill repair. Ah. Uh. That's after you've done bad will. It's <laughs> like they, zero. It's gonna cost. It's gonna be free of charge. And I said I didn't say. Well, two thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, because you did actually charge me two thousand dollars that I paid already. <laughs> but uh, I'm just gonna consider it free because it's gone. Sure. Now, you know the money's gone. I'm already paying it back. It's free. This is this is a free repair. We're wiping the slate clean in August. Everything's it's not a bad setup. I yeah. mean, to hand the car over with a new transmission and a new exhaust system, I, you know, that, what else could go wrong? I'm sure you'll, we'll find out. I soon. know. I know. <laughs> Fucking Katie, man. She's been on a roll this week. Uh, uh, I am married to somebody who, 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 uh, maybe sometimes doesn't understand how my anxiety works. Okay. And you've said the same. It's actually funny because Brett says the same thing she does. It's like, it just doesn't like feel like I can say anything to you. Yeah. Because everything sends you down the spiral. Once you're in once I'm in the spiral, yeah, there aren't no, words to get me have, yeah. out of it. You know, because you could even say something nice. Yeah. That would send me rolling down the spiral. You know what I mean? You could be like, like just for an example, if I like, you know, if I thought I had cancer and you were like, well. You probably don't have cancer, you know, you're probably fine. I'd be like, probably, but there's still like a 1% chance that I have cancer. And I'm freaked out about it, you yeah, know? Yeah. Uh, uh, she goes, uh, I go, yeah, I figure once the catalytic converter's replaced, it's going to work. And she's like, maybe, I mean, you know, who knows? And I'm like, well, what else could it be? And she's like, the engine. And I'm like, hmm. Catalytic, I think that's part of the engine. I'm just going to say that's part of the engine. It's not part of the engine. And just go, yeah, I'm going to say it, though. Okay. That's how I'm going to live a life where I say it's part of the engine. And we're yeah. not going to. I just feel like it's got. I hope that's it, man. You know? I don't know what else it would be. I mean, if, if, if all of that shit failed in the car, I mean, it's a pretty miserable build on that i mean that's uh, yeah. the, just completely a, like five-year-old car yeah lemon lemon absolutely. oh i would be like one of those crazy people back in the 90s too that would drive around with like a fucking because back in the 90s there wasn't a lemon law and then they passed the lemon law 
Do you uh, remember this? Like you were probably like too young because I'm five years older than you. So there would be a period where you would be very young and I would be old enough to be noticing things. But there was this lemon. There was no lemon law. They passed this lemon law. Right. And it was big news that it was like you can't sell a fucking lemon, you know. So like before that, the tactic was that a motherfucker would write. I got this lemon at and the name and the Riker address. Ford. Riker Ford, they would put the name of the salesman, sold it to me, and then all the times it broke down, they would just put that in the back of their car. That's the only recourse they had was to drive around with that in their car. Wasn't no internet, wasn't anything, you know? Yeah. And uh, just then felt they- like you were doing something, just like <laughs> giving them a bad name. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to do that too a little bit with the Facebook post. Yeah, but I, I- there's actually a weed company that um, I'm going to blackmail. Like, I'm going to message them. I'm going to say, you know what? Normally, I just go on the internet and trash people and give them a bunch of bad press if they have a product I don't like. But I'm going to let you make this situation right for me. And you've got, you know. What happened? Uh, all the- you don't have to say the name of coming because then I- it would be wrong to blackmail. Two products I bought from them have failed on me. And their warranty process is one of those runaround things. Oh, I know the company when, now, too. When you go, When you go to the store, they're like, oh, this thing's got a warranty on it, too. You're good for the next few years. And then you try to get the warranty and they're like, do you have the original box? And I'm like, I do, but that shouldn't be required because the box is not a part of what makes the fucking thing work. And then they want you to send videos and pictures of it not working. And they put you through this process where they come back and they're like, "Eh, I don't know. That could be from this amount of failure. And they require so much like they require so much negativity from me that it's it's gotten to the point where I want to just blackmail them now. Like th- there's nothing else I can do because they 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 put up so many barriers of not just replacing their broken products. Yeah. Oh god, that does suck. Yeah, you 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 can because people have told me this like they were like, "Did you tell them you're an influencer?" and I was like, "I don't have the fucking guts to do it." Unfortunately, I don't have the guts to say like, "Hey, I'll fucking trash you on the radio. And, you know, it probably wouldn't lead to a single thing, but businesses are very sensitive to that kind of thing. I think it's, I mean, that's our way in. That was the original Twitter. Like the early Twitter, you could just get free stuff all the time. Like, remember when Barbasol Hats was hanging out with anarchists and trying to get us to use their shaving cream by sending free samples and T-shirts and hats and then fucking dunking on Scotty Burberry as well? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking at the Lemon Law. It doesn't say when it passed. So, uh, I I can't really tell you when. But, yeah, it is a lemon. If it's five years old. Yeah, that's a lemon. And... More than what has failed. I mean, the transmission and catalytic, the catalytic converter is a thing I know fails. Like, that's for sure. And I'm not going to throw blame at them for making a car where the catalytic converter failed because we know that that happens, you know? So what does make a lemon? How many many miles? I think it's how many fixes you get in a certain amount of years. Oh, that sucks because I really to document f- it. it. It was another one of those things like my warranty I was just talking about the lemon laws. My dad always told me like you have to take it to the shop constantly and you're going to be spending tons of money on receipts. He's like, you're basically investing in receipts so that you can one day win a lawsuit against them. <laughs> God, the laws suck, dude. That's just like these fucking these weaselly 
like how they want to get a stimulus passed where they're going to send us cash again. But the Republicans are like, yeah, but we got to get like uh liability insurance in there too. We're like, you're not allowed to sue if you get COVID yeah. from like going to work or something. It's like, that's, that's like their priority. And it's like, fuck you, man. You know <laughs> they what? really did a good job though. In the late nineties, early two thousands of making you think like the worst, the biggest threat to our nation is frivolous lawsuits. Like that's all you fucking heard, dude. You like heard about them constantly and they would bring up the McDonald's thing where it's like, but then if you read about the McDonald's thing or watch that documentary, you're like, that shit was fucked up. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? There was hundreds of people more than just that lady behind that. Yeah. And she like was fucked up from it. Like it fucked her up. And it's just like, uh, uh, I, I think, you know what? To tell you the fucking truth, you should be able to do all the lawsuits you want to do. Who, who fucking cares? You know? <laughs> We've already had. I mean, that's what I think. The thing, though, is I felt for so much of my life is like getting a lawsuit is like a lottery in America. Like, if you can manage to trip on a sidewalk and break your arm... Like, that's enough to get you the car of your dreams or something. has like, to be in the right place, though. You oh, know, you can't trip on, like, my sidewalk. You ain't getting shit. I still heard people say it. I mean, I like, I still think that everyone believed that we, that the wrong people were suing all the time and getting paid. And the right people were had that had grievances never got anything. It's the same old sourpuss attitude that is all of American culture. You would like to. I mean, if there's a court system, we might as well fucking use it. Is the way I think of, I've always thought about it, you know? It's like, I mean, if you got a company that's fucking you over, there should be a fucking middle ground place yes. that you can go to. Although, I really think there should be more, especially in like a small claim situation, you should have to fucking go. It should be you versus a guy. From the company, right? Okay, okay. Like, and it should be like a regular ass person judge or regular ass people on a jury, right? Where it's just like, you go in there and you're like, dude, I like, so I could go in, right? Mm -hmm. With some person from Kia. Yes. Okay. Yep. Me and this just whatever their guy is, Mediator. he could be the best yeah. Kia guy. I don't care. And then we go into a room with like a regular guy, judge. Gal. Or gal or non-binary and regular people jury. Okay. We go in there. <laughs> Do they have to pass a regular test? Or no, they just, just fucking grab them off the street. You can grab regular people off just, the street so easy. Just open the door and say who wants fifty dollars. You just jury duty. It's just like check it out, dude. You know, jury you got jury duty, and then there's 12 people there. And like we just fucking go at it, arguing back and forth, and then they decide. You Who wins without all this case law and all this stuff? You know, I think I could beat anybody. People's court. You think that we the, should have people's courts? I do. I really do. I I think that would be the move. I think that most of us also all have some sort of grievance that because we don't have the money for a lawyer, we really would rather have just get a third party to make a decision. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's just roommate situations that I had with some of my best friends that like, um, we don't talk about it anymore, but there's probably like $70 between us that we both go to bed every single night and think that they fucking owe it to us. Yeah. Or that they didn't do anything wrong, you know? But if somebody, if somebody, if, 
if 12 regulars sat down and, call them regulars. and we're like, uh, yeah, you, you fucking owe that $70. I'm like, fine, fine. I do it. I do. That's, that's enough. I, I can be done with this now. <laughs> Here's your fucking $70. <laughs> I love it. I love this idea. Maybe me and so, you just need to have a court show. This made me laugh. Red Wizard in the chat said, I remember watching plenty of cartoons where suing was a plot of the episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sue you. Yeah, there's a yeah. Sue Sue Crazy was definitely a, a trend in the '90s. Uh, it was a hit. I just should be able to fight with the Kia people on a level playing field. Not not the town square. Me not me hiring some cheap fucking lawyer and then them bringing in like these high powered car people lawyers and then me fighting them i just don't want to do that i don't think that's fair for me to have to do something like that you know yeah i mean i'm wondering if you're gonna how would you handle that situation do you think you'd be able to to speak your case do you feel more comfortable because you, like, the, when you're the, the reason i say regular people brett is this is what my case would be okay the, this is the reason why i say it should be regular people is that like i should be able to go in a room and be like this I bought this car. It's five years old. Transmission died. Catalytic converter died. Come on. You know what I mean? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> case closed. Yeah, and I should win. That's the win. Any regular ass person would be like, yeah, that's good point. You win. Uh, they owe you something. I don't know. I don't want another Kia, though. Dude, yeah. I've done... I did... Um, I've done market research groups, you know, like I've signed up and I 12 regulars, man, are too wily. I know. That's you why you got to get them, dude. Yeah. Regulars are the best. I was reading this thing today uh, from like the Pew Research Center about why weed should be illegal. And it was just like, here's some of the reasons that regular people said here's like some of the respondents said for why it should be illegal and it's just people saying like it's a drug drugs are illegal you know <laughs> right. or like a person just being like my brother smokes weed and he just sits in his room and jerks off all day i yeah. mean what the hell we right. can't have that going on <laughs> you know regular people get some opinions i love it that's why i think the editorial page shouldn't be like a job it's like how how we say like politicians shouldn't be a job. The editorial page shouldn't be a job. It should just be regular ass people writing what fucking grinds their gears every week. It's you street, know, it's street fight. You want to take street fight to the next level? <laughs> yeah, the New York Times editorial a page, petty court system. Yeah, I love it. The People's Court, dude. But literally, the people's like as in the way they say it in communism. You know, the yeah. workers' court. Is what I would call it. Okay. I, um, so yeah, my car's getting fixed, I think. I mean, obviously, it could be another part, but you know, what are you gonna fucking do? Uh, I mean, it's not, I mean, I mean, that's a good deal. If somebody right now was like, I'll replace your transmission and your whole exhaust for two grand, I'd probably take them up on it just to get, it seems like a good deal, right? Is that a good deal, Jason? Uh, I mean, did the transmission for two grand. What? What's that? That you did adjust the transmission. Right, the right. Interact. I mean, the two grand for the transmission may be overpriced compared to what, you know, Johnny uh, Transmission Works will do on the west side. Yeah. But uh, I think it's a great package. Yeah. So here's the other thing that my wife did to me today that was devastating. Okay. 
uh, my shoes are were wrecked. Oh no, you brought it up. <laughs> I had to bring it up. Yeah. My shoes were wrecked, okay? Yeah, you're an extreme walker. Yeah, so like my shoes will just go out of nowhere. And I'm worried I'm wondering about this myself. I, I we're going to do shoe talk. I want to jump in. Yeah. My shoes are running out and I like I've read that running runners just have to buy shoes all the time because yeah. that's just what happens. Like there's it's just a piece of equipment that when you put mileage on it, it fucks up and I've had my shoes for almost two years now and they're like the tread on the bottom is like slick and it doesn't affect my running, but I don't know if people are trying to sell shoes or not. Um, it's hard to get shoes right now. I think it's a weird situation. You can't get clearance shoes for number one. Well, I got some. Well, okay. Well, yeah, they got them on the website. That's true. Nordstrom rack. Still does their stuff. Well, I got mine on REI. Okay. But uh, I, so I get get these shoes. I have to buy shoes with big soles, right? Because I walk so much. You want them to last a while. Sure. You know, you give a lot of space there. You had the North Face shoes before, which you, for some reason, called Bobos, which I think is not an, an apt name for a, just, such a high quality pair of shoes. Just, you know, ugly is what they are. I mean, the, yeah, we've talked about it. The the hiking brands, for some reason, there isn't like anybody there that says, can we make it look good or stylish? <laughs> exactly. They don't, like, there's, there's just are like so worried about foot biometrics that there aren't like, let's get like a, a cool, like, swoop to put on the side of it something that gives a little motion <laughs> can we hire somebody that like thinks in terms of fashion maybe yeah it would be a good thing or like style you know yeah um I've, i think uh forsake makes some of them but they look like it looks like fashion boots to me oh, it okay. looks like forever 21 boots so i bought these hoka shoes which Come highly recommended. Someone says Merrell's ugly as a mud fence. They are. Merrell's are the worst looking shoes. I had a pair of Merrell's and I fucking looked at those things and I was, I bought them and I'm so fucking humiliated, like wearing bad shoes, you know? I mean, that's how we were raised. Guy, you know? Oh, yeah. You were just raised that way. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of people that go to the Hamptons buy those ugly shoes and wear them and are completely comfortable. Yeah. People in Groveport, though, like they would. You know, really give you hell about your shoes. Yeah. You know, you had to have the right shoes. So I buy these Hoka's, right? Right. And this, these are all function. There's no fashion. It's all function, 100% function. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, for the people watching on the stream, I'm going to show you these shoes. I'm going to show you this shoe now. I've heard Hoka's a lot. The name is popular. It's our, very popular. Our weed lawyer, uh, Stefan BC, the can of barrister lives by Hoka's. Uh, and so you, you found some, some outlet Hoka's. They weren't outlet. They were from REI, but they were just, there was, okay. So like the, the listing on the thing said they were $180. Uh-huh. I clicked it and then there was another pair under it that was different colors for $97. Okay. And I was like, well, you gotta buy it. Probably the outlet. You, know I mean? you got, you the outlet's their clearance. Yeah. You gotta buy the $97. I mean, if, yeah. like it just showed that I was getting There's, like a good deal. To pay $83 for a fucking color is, is stupid. Right. And it showed I was getting a great deal. So I fucking went, I just pulled the trigger right away. What not was, even thinking about what it. What was the discount color? 
It's like a black and gray with yellow on it. <laughs> yellow. Okay. There's yellow on it. That's okay. yellow's a very discount color. Like when you go to buy clothes, the yellow's always the cheapest of the clothes. Yellow's on sale. Yeah, yeah. So I get them and I put them on and I'm like, these things, I mean, the soles are really big. I, you know, pretty nice. I walk a lot. Yeah. I wear down the soles. Comfy. Really big and my wife was like, you got some shape ups. You got some sketcher shake ups, shape up looking shoes. I was like, don't fucking say that. Now I'm sensitive. So for the people watching on the stream, that's a shape up. This is <laughs> the shoe. He's got a memory foam mattress on the bottom <laughs> yes. of his shoe. They're they're platform ass shoes. Yeah, they have goldfish inside. The yeah, bottom. they look. They, I feel like Frankenstein when I put them on. <laughs> they feel like Frankenstein shoes. The chat says they're sketchers. They're like, not. They're hokas. Sketcher one ones. Oh, you know what they probably did. Sketchers probably got fake hokas by now. I, I know, but hoka. They they're the same. They get pumped out like it's like Aldi. Yes. They get pumped out of the same private machine, label. And they write hoka on some and sketcher on others. Private label hokas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's an atrocious shoe. It's I ugliest mean, shoes I've ever had. I in my wear life. ugly shoes. I wear the Keen sandals. The like the horrible sandals that cover your whole foot. Um, but I wear them for hiking and I wear them for like walking in creeks and for the mud. You're going to wear the shoes for the purpose. And that <laughs> means you need uh, a, a two inch lift on the back. And so I was saying like, we can't go out anyway. So nobody's really going to see the shoes at any time where I would be sensitive maybe about, but I now feel like people are going to stop me on the street and be like, uh, Skechers shape ups you're wearing there, my man. Who you, Joe Montana? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joe Montana wore them. <laughs> yeah, his ass looked good from them. <laughs> it might make your ass look good. They got you know, sued for that. You have like a marble ass. They, they got, got sued. sued for the ass. It doesn't thing. do anything to your. Ass. I don't think that. No, I don't think you can get in shape wearing shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but if they're uncomfortable, horribly designed, ungodly shoes, part of like adapting to that new three inches tall lifestyle it seems like it would realign your core they're not uncomfortable these are comfortable shoes yeah they're made for trail running okay and apparently when you run on a trail you need a little extra and by a little i mean double soles (laughs) yeah two soles stacked on two soles stacked on top of each i mean it's two inches of soul is what i'm trying to say i don't I don't know what that does. Um, you know, I'm clearly not a shoe designer or, uh, or a developer, but um, I, I, I seen all the other shoes, and they avoided having soles that big. Is that just something we have just to deal don't with? No, I For don't long know. Range running, we have to just get the thick shoes. Skechers will pay forty million dollars to settle FTC charges that it deceived consumers with ads for toning shoes. Uh oh. Yeah, they got in trouble for the shape ups. They were like, "Buddy, no." Try they- walking on your tippy toes if you want your calves yeah. to good. Well, these also have like the back. It's kind of like it feels like I'm leaning back all the time. What does that do? I don't know. I'm hoping Wait, it or it makes you move forward. Yeah, I haven't walked yet, so I'm gonna. I'm letting it go, okay? I'm like, I'm going to try not to be really sensitive about these shoes, <sighs> although I feel very sensitive right now. Like, I'm sensitive inside my heart about these shoes. I Yeah, I mean, I would have to just punch through that. I would just call them shape-ups from that point on. It was no. like when I wore a purse, and everybody tried to come up with weird names for it, like man bag or satchel and stuff. No, it's purse. Just say purse, <laughs> so that way we don't have to, to like 
say that these aren't shape ups. We don't have to dance around the yeah, shape ups. Yeah, yeah, I'm wearing shape ups. No, I'm going to say I'm running trail runners. <laughs> They're trail runners. Think Thirsty said those are some buoyant shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't you can never lose those things in the lake. They come right to the top. <laughs> the biggest fucking souls ever made. Yeah, you could ski on them, motherfucker. Oh my god. So yeah, that's that's what I'm dealing yeah, with. Those are with great. These shoes. Yeah, those are great. <laughs> well, that'd be good for putting some miles in. Um, I mean, like that's the hope. Dude, the, all of the athletic shoes you fucking destroy. Nike and Adidas does, doesn't make no. Shoes that can stand up to real walking. They can't. They make no. shoes for office people. Yep. Those marshmallow ass shoes that Nike makes are for office workers. Dude, my toe, my toe would be touching the the concrete in three days if I got a pair of Nikes. You know, my average seven day average steps right now, just for like a little bit of uh, is forty three thousand nine hundred and thirty one. Okay, I have forty five thousand two hundred and thirty five steps today. You know, that's uh 17 miles i walked 17 miles today man so, I, I was thinking about getting those hokas get them dude stefan is so he's like a bug in your ear get him he looks great too he trail runs and like yeah he's athletic well if you get them then it won't be that weird that i got them you know what i'm saying like but if like so i'm just gonna Stephen start telling- has abs dude so like if someone is like your shoes look like fucking marshmallows he can just pull his shirt up you know, and just fend everybody off. Honestly, I'm just going to tell people they were $180. <laughs> That's a good one, That's too. Just, I'm gonna, you, you can't even afford these. <laughs> you can't even afford to look this dumb. Just tell, tell people. <laughs> yeah, shape up. It's a premium. It's a premium to pay, to exercise while you walk like this. <laughs> So uh, uh, I saw a story from the National Review this week, and it's by um, Armand White, which is, I believe he's the guy that gives good movies, bad reviews and ba- bad movies, good reviews. Yeah. He's you know, what I'm talking about movie is he the guy. Yep. Yep. He uh, he's at the top of a lot of Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so he wrote this thing called the Antifa film syllabus for uh, the uh, National Review. The Antifa. Oh, on Letterboxd. Yeah, it's 25 movies, 25 movies that turned a generation into nihilistic anarchists. I think I did glimpse this. So I thought we would like check out this list of movies that turned people into nihilistic anarchists. Okay, I want to know. uh, I want to know real quick uh, if I can do this. This Google search why I talk. I want to know his age. He's, He's kind of in there. I, like, I thought he's an older guy. Yeah, he's older than us. He it feels like he's trying to approximate what I like. It feels like when a grown up uh, talks to, you know, tries to sum up me, you know, my life. Yeah, he the same way we do to twenty five year olds. He was born. Oh, this guy it. is so fucking cool, though. You know what I mean? Is he? I think he. Is. Yeah, he's been around forever. He was writing in ninety two. Yeah, and he's given some movies like he gave Rise of the Cobra, Jonah Hex, Grown Ups, and I pronounce you Chuck and Larry good reviews. What? Well, yeah. Rise of the Cobra was good. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. The G.I. Joe. No, movies. no, the one with the Rock is good. The Rise of the Cobra wasn't. It was okay. It was like I didn't complain about either of them. I liked Retaliation a lot with okay. Bruce Will because I have Bruce Willie and uh, the other guy. All right, you know Bruce the Willis Rock. Style. So that's cool. That's cool. So uh, let's let's look at the first movie on his list. This is what programmed us into anarchists. The Dark Knight. 
2008, comic book culture's subversion of heroism into nihilism took root with Christopher Nolan's pompous seriousness. Heath Ledger's Goblin, the face of the millennium, joked, why so serious? Turning Goblin. life into Halloween and eventually taking more lives than his own. He called Joker the Goblin? I just I think he thinks Joker's a Goblin. But he sort of is, but I think Goblin's like a specific thing. Yeah, Goblin's like a Is like a Goblin yeah. a guy? Uh no, it's a creature. It's like a yeah, it's like a, a specific creature. No, like a like a mythical creature. Okay, because I thought goblin just meant like ugly little thing. You know, everything's like anything that's ugly and little. You're a, just like that's a goblin. I think that's a gremlin. No, gremlins are fucking gremlins. I know what a gremlin is. I love those fucking little guys. Yeah, but they were saying I think maybe gremlin. Ex I think gremlin existed. No, a gremlin that. is a very specific thing because a gremlin was also in that Alfred Hitchcock movie, and it was basically the same looking gremlin on the wing. The Alfred Hitchcock. People movie? are just so mad at us right now. Like a goblin oh, is a goblin. Six thousand. Are you talking about Twilight Zone? Twilight maybe. Zone, yeah, with, Twilight yeah. Zone. It's got a gremlin too. Sixty thousand feet, whatever. Yeah, and with, it's basically, uh, William Shatner, and it basically looks like the other gremlins. It's also a car. Um, fucking rad car. That's the kind of car I would get. I've also, car. but I've heard, I have heard a lot of race people say that they've got gremlins in the engine to just say like, uh, you have, you have gremlins in your engine. Actually, well, you have an unspecified yeah. problem that is just going to get worse every time you try to fix it. But I'm saying <laughs> gremlins are a specific looking creature that causes issues. Sure, right? Because like that's what they do. Goblins are goblins you know i think goblins are just like medieval gremlins like gremlins sure. live in the city goblins live in the provinces and like provincial that's true life. yeah goblins they, are, they live are rural the gremlins they're rural gremlins that's <laughs> exactly now we figured it out that's what it is vertigo from 1958, Hitchcock's most obsessive love story became a how-to manual for people who are not sure who they are, but who are busy reconstructing themselves and each other to fit a kind of social ideal. Wait, I'm sorry. The Dark Knight is which one? Is, is that the Joker one? That's the Joker one. Okay, that kind of did... I think that did turn me into anarchist a little bit. The part when he says... Everybody, uh, soldiers die overseas and everybody doesn't bat an eye, but something happens at the hospital and we lose our fucking minds whenever he does that thing. That's tight. That was Jokerfied. That, yeah. that was a, that was a foot in the door. Also, I got millennial friends with Joker tattoos. That's so true. I think our mind, our, I think that's a point for him. Yeah. I feel like Bane was more the anarchist. Bane like, cause was. Because Bane was like an anarchist for real. And also. Doing the right thing. You liked him yeah. all the way up until, for some reason, he wanted to explode the whole city. And you're like, well, I mean, we don't want to do that. Yeah. No, no. We want, no, the right people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vertigo, which is, a, I haven't seen Vertigo. Vertigo. Yeah, I haven't seen Vertigo. Have you seen Vertigo? I have not seen Vertigo, unfortunately. I mean, we're bad people. Joker. Maybe I did. Did I see Vertigo? Uh, it's a Hitchcock movie. I, I figured you'd have seen it. Yeah, I, I think. No, I haven't seen that one. Wrong one. Okay, so Joker is the next one, which. What did Vertigo do to kids exactly? It says Hitchcock's most obsessive love story became a how-to manual for people who are not sure who they are, but who are busy reconstructing themselves and each other to fit a kind of social ideal. That's, That's sight and sound editor Nick James nailing the degraded use of good filmmaking to negative purposes. When Vertigo overtook Citizen Kane in 2015 as film culture's new favorite best film. 
What? That is just life. I mean, your entire life is going to be thinking about what you did five years ago and then feeling chills run over your whole fucking body. That's and true. figure out how you can square it with how you feel today and how you could possibly be the same fucking person. But, and it is That's life for, for, for everybody. My mom never listened to country my entire life and then 9-11 happened and she had a country ringtone on her phone. Yeah. She had to... She is also victim... Ted Cruz, same thing. Yeah. Remember? No. You don't remember that? Ted Cruz... <laughs> Started listening to country after 9-11? He, said, he did. I'll, I'll get you the quote, because it's actually very funny. <laughs> quote. Uh, but yeah, Ted Cruz started listening to country on... Uh, hold 9-12? On. Uh, I became a country fan on 9-12. Yeah, I think that's how he basically said it. Uh, Ted Cruz. Uh... Okay, he said uh, he 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 said that like rock music let him down because he was a big fan. Uh, he goes the ba- he says I didn't like the way rock music responded to nine eleven, so he switched to country. Vic Berger did a video. If you put your headphones in, I can play you Vic Berger Vic Berger's video of it because okay. that's where I remember seeing it. Uh, uh, we'll just we'll just play the audio real quick of Ted Cruz. So this is what I'd like to know. What kind of music do you listen to? You know, uh, music is interesting. I grew up listening Weasel. to classic rock, and I, I'll tell you sort of an odd story. My, my music taste changed on 9-11. I didn't <laughs> like how rock music responded. And country music collectively, the way they responded, it resonated with me. And I have to say, ever since 2001, my music... <laughs> they so. said Toby Keith said they put a boot up your ass. I like that. <laughs> rock music never said they're going to shove a bass guitar up someone's ass. I thought rock music handled 9/11 just as badly as country music did. Did they didn't they ignore didn't it? They do that fucking thing. What's I going did. on? Remember what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And like they would take the it was like all the celebs in this what's going on video. And they did music? a cover of what's, but it had like Fred Durst did a rap in it. Uh, uh, it had like all. Yo, I want to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's basically what it, what's <laughs> yeah. going on. Racism, you know? Yeah. Now they fly planes like a bomb. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> sorry. No, you got it right. <laughs> but yeah, Fred Durst did what's going on. They did that. And that was all rock people and like i'm sure pete townsend said you know 9-11 was bad <laughs> maybe not <laughs> i mean i wouldn't say that ted cruz didn't see him saying it <laughs> there was no anti-muslim rock songs that came out was there what I, ones came out besides the like on popular radio they were trying to be peaceful dude but yeah that's still, not what we needed they were still doing Nine, they were still like against 9 11. It was they like, were, like, like fucking Trent Reznor being like, There's a clown in the White House. No. <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, the tool guy, remember the tool guy was like, I think 9 11 was bad and you Whoa. know, we shouldn't go to war. Or Maynard? no, he said we should go to, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in Columbus, he did a show in Columbus right after yeah, 9 11. There was the a whole issue. Yeah. I think so. all of all like Blitz Rock is our biggest station, and they love the troops and war and nine eleven, like and fighting back against nine eleven in Benghazi. 
What what is he talking about? I'm trying to think of who he just likes the boot up your ass song is all he's not willing. Yeah, like that's the only one he listens to. I mean, these guys did remember Bro, Paul Ryan how he liked Rage Against the Machine though. Oh yeah, like these guys do. I think what it is is they get their feelings hurt, right? Because like like uh uh, you know, one thing I can guarantee is Ted Cruz was a Bruce Springsteen fan. We you, you gotta agree with that. Sure. You know he's. 100% got Bruce Springsteen vibe. He would be a hipster, though, about it. And Bruce does not like Ted Cruz, right? So that's probably all it is. These Republican guys get their feelings hurt because it would suck, you know? It would absolutely suck to be a dude and be like, hey, man, you know, I'm a real big fan of Neil Young and Neil Young to be like, specifically, I don't want you to listen to my music. You suck. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Ted Cruz, though, he's always going for like a troll where he'd be like, I like uh, Nebraska by Br Bruce String Springsteen. Like he'll go for deep cut stuff to like yeah. say he's like an authentic fan. Yeah. Not just born in the USA. But here's what I have to say. Country music was actually embroiled in a lot of controversy after 9-11 when the chicks decided to say george bush was like a shitty president they were embarrassed that he's our president embarrassed he was a president but they said it and in europe called him out for doing cocaine yeah no they did i thought it was all she said was we're because i was listening to right-wing radio at that time almost exclusively glenn beck rush limbaugh that was my period of time where i was listening to right-wing radio and they were like how dare you go over to another country and say bad things about our president. And that's what they were mad about is because she was bad mouthing our president in a country where they probably didn't like our president. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there was, a, I remember seeing the video though of where they talked about draft dodgers and they specific, they like in the song, they yelled out that he was like at home doing cocaine. Oh, probably. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, that had Who to wouldn't? suck for I them. I would. That, that was a real. I mean, I feel bad. I felt so bad for them. Maybe not at the time. I thought they probably needed to be pulled off the air at the time because I was fucking psycho. Sure. But uh, uh, now I'm like, God, it must have sucked to be them. Imagine that. The, the oh, would people get the bulldozers shit. out and start driving over your CDs and shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 steamroller thing. Yeah, the steamroller. Yeah. Sorry. So the the next movie is Joker, which we already covered. Yeah, it's just people, whatever. Everyone's afraid of that movie. I haven't seen it. I I want to watch it. I think you should watch it. I think I should too. I I, I saw. I think it in the I have. Theater. I definitely have a. I have a bad prejudice against it, and I think that I'll probably enjoy it way more than I ever expected. Yeah, I mean, it's not something that you can like. Well, okay. I don't want to say this about your like. Katie would hate it. There's just sure. no way I'm getting Katie to watch that movie. You You've know? been Joker fight. But uh, yeah, uh, or or yeah. Uh, the next movie is the Battle of Algiers. Which I have seen, actually. That was on the top 100. This is a nerd's. Like, this is the, that was on like in the top 100 criteria, whatever that list is. Yeah. AFA list, right? Yeah. Yeah. AFI. AFI. Top 500 or whatever. Um, so the next one, The Social Network, which. <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, you liked that movie a lot when it came out. I know. I remember busting your balls about it. I mean, I still don't think it was bad. It was fine. Yeah. I like that guy. I like the Jesse Eisenberg guy. I like that kid. He's kind of, he's great. I think I like him in everything. I like him when he was, uh, when he was Lex Luthor and he made, uh, that Senator drink his piss. Like okay. I even like that. Okay. Yeah. You know? That's a good Lex Luthor. Uh, I like, uh, that is an evil thing that, you know, baking somebody drink your piss. Wonderland. Uh, that's my top 
Eisenberg movie. Yeah. I'm, uh, I liked the squid and the whale. Oh. Um, mm. I like I like everything he does. Zombieland? Yeah. Big fan of Zombieland. Big fan of American Ultra. Which is, that's a cool one. Uh, Pulp uh, Fiction. Battle of, okay, Pulp Fiction, yes, I guess, but that's, no, 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 that's a no. That's not a yes, I guess, that's a no, no, no. I mean, how would it That's do? every, who doesn't, who hasn't seen that movie? Right, and. <laughs> is he just going after college people now? He's going after college dorm posters? Yeah, I don't know what it, Goodwill Hunting, the next one. These are just popular movies in my lifetime. <laughs> They didn't do what did they do to they turned me into an anarchist? That's what they're saying. Because the the janitor was better at math than the teacher. (laughs) That's what it says. Well, you know, I agree actually, because I know I never graduated college and I'm smarter than every goddamn professor there is. (laughs) The next one's Gladiator. Um Uh I say three hundred over Glad three hundred took over Glad Gladiator people forgot about once three hundred came out. Really? Yeah, I guess. Come on. Who does gladiators? Who does the thumbs People up? Love Who that still movie. does the thumbs up? Who does the quivering thumbs up to their friends and gives them the thumbs down on their like cannonball? No, um, it is actually that that the thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh huh. That's the Caesar classic shit, dude. That's the classic shit. So, um, really, I don't know what did the movie. Does he hit, does he have a breakdown of what that taught us? Or- what Gladiator? Another yeah. comic book movie for those who never read Gibbon, Virgil, Horace, Socrates, Plato, Ovid, uh, or Steve Reeves. Uh, yet frustrated Occupy Wall Street anarchists take inspiration from its rallying cry, "Unleash Hell." <laughs> Which, by what? the way, never what never heard anybody he say that sign. at a protest. He was in New York City, looking out his window, and <laughs> saw a sign that said, "What does it say? Raise Hell." Unleash Hell. Unleash hell he saw a sign that said unleash hell and was like oh my god they're they've gone gladiator on us <laughs> yeah gladiator legendary movie that was also that's you a guy movie prominently displayed honestly what i used to do i'd have the dvds all sideways but you'd take like the good ones and you'd flip them full way so that you'd have just little pictures <laughs> of like the top movies and i'd like to put the ones i liked on top of the DVD player, so it looked like I've been watching them. And it was like a move I did. Yeah, like you're just always have it on demand. Like, like I get Casino in in three seconds. Yeah, yeah. We can have it on. I've watched Casino two hundred times. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know, I never watch Electra. That just sits there. Yeah. Matrix Reloaded and Matrix Revolution. Definitely. This that that definitely radicalized me. I mean, <laughs> just the concept of it like opened my mind to that like reality is fucking fake. And they're lying to us about everything. The Lord of the Rings. Hate. I fell asleep through all those. Never man. saw them. Never even Is that was just like, like I'm not watching them. Good guys win in the end. I don't know what it, like a small scrappy crew can take down the fucking devil. People love it. I don't know. I don't. There's What's wizards it? and stuff in it. I just there's What's a guy named Gandalf. I'm not seeing it. You know. What does this do? So this turned people into anarchists. Antifa. Antifa. Leftists. They thought they could be a goblin army. Yeah, and they were nothing but a bunch of gremlins. The, if they weren't raising the country. <laughs> They're city fucking rats. Yeah, the Harry Potter films. Yeah, that's another movie about triumphing over evil. They they seem to he seems to really be bothered by movies where good triumphs over evil. I think is what I found. Yeah, No Country for Old Men, which evil wins. Love it. That. What would that? What did that teach? Does it he have- says a switch on an old west heroism from law and order to modern violent psychosis. The films 
felt hero is serial killer Anton Chigurh. No. Hopefully, no. Uh, Javier Bardem's version of the Joker. <laughs> It, Hopefully to the Coen brothers' everlasting regret. It's absolutely a wonderful movie, but if anything, in the wrong hands, a.k.a. conservatives and right-wing people, it presents violence as this unstoppable force of nature that nobody, no matter how good-hearted or well-intentioned they are, can stop the badness of the world. I don't think that I, I that's definitely out the No, I don't think anybody yeah, and I don't think anybody thinks Anton Chigurh's the good guy in that. No, movie. nobody like, nobody thinks that. No. Nobody wants to see him win in the end. We you the movie is a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. That he just fucking what, what, what yeah, that he just fucking gets out of there. Nothing happens to him. He, he fucking limps away. Yep. He has to go nurse a wound in another hotel room for a month. Yeah. Mad Max Fury Road, which I, look, I'm going to agree with Armin here because every single person that's an anarchist likes that movie. That's true. <laughs> that's like and, their favorite action movie. And the black and white one, especially. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think that's, you know, that's also a movie that's kind of gave us a, a vision of the future. And it did it 70 years ago as well because it came out dur- 70 years ago in the 70s. It came out during the gas crisis. We are also in a crisis of the environment and so all right that one that one counts you get a point armand black panther which that's, that's just no that's yeah. government propaganda yeah that is the cia is like the the in that movie yeah 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 what yeah. does that have to do with anything fucking antifa I, I it says marvel's ultimate hoax became a tool for confusing community activism with the absurd legend of wakanda an afrofuturistic fantasy of for those who oh have not read france fanon or invisible man uh and the last one here is parasite what about octavia which, butler like a france fanon what does that have to oh, okay go ahead sorry the last one's parasite which is yeah, actually that movie so um that is that's the list of antifa movies so if you're antifa that's what did it to you you know i mean fanon is great but i did i don't i don't think that uh i don't think that's quite the black like an analogous to black panther in a way it's not it is not i don't remember being the afrofuturism i'd have to i'd like to be corrected though yeah um well wakanda is like a futuristic they have all the best stuff and whatever He's so he's mad that they floated this lie that like uh black people could have access to the most powerful element in I, the universe and I really they would felt use like it for utopia. I felt like his explanation was very difficult to understand there. Like it's just because it made people feel good, I think is really what he was saying yeah okay. yeah all right it because you're I get it I get it it made black lives matter people feel good yeah. All right, so Brett brought me this uh, Pastor Greg Locke video. Oof. And uh, I got this from the Minion Death Commandos Facebook group, the Minion Death Cult uh, fan group. And uh, it's absolutely unhinged and weird. And it's like, I, I mean, I guess we're doing the same thing. It's 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 minor celebrity in a way where uh, I always feel so cautious about what I do. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a bad influence in certain ways, but I think that my message overall is to be caring and kind to everybody and look out for people. And it's funny to see, like, uh, this guy who is a fucking pastor uh, spend his time doing this shit. I mean, he 
I, I want to describe him. First. Well, no, I want to hear. The, I want. I want them to hear the voice. Okay. So they can develop something in their mind, and then we will break it to them. Okay. So think about what you think this person looks like in your head, and uh, here here we go. Hey, guys. Pastor Greg Locke here. I want to give a few of you a moment to uh, start sharing this video and hopping on. But I've got a lot to say, a lot to chit-chat about in the next few minutes, so I'm just going to jump right in. And let me just go ahead and warn you up front, uh, as with many of my videos, not only do you want to buckle in and buckle up and hold on for the ride, some of you may not be able to... Uh, to make the leap with me after this because I'm pretty spitting mad about a bunch of nonsense. Did you know there's been nothing, nothing in the... I want to stop this real quick and say... <laughs> this is uh, our pastor, the spitting mad pastor. He, he is spitting mad, okay? And that's something that just happens. This guy... Uh, uh, it's sad that a guy like this, with this voice and all this stuff, you know, has to do the like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah. the, the the gimmicks and stuff like me and you we're like comic comedian type like like we're not like tough dad type guys you yeah. know um well so yeah so this guy is wearing an under armor shirt he's very clean cut he's Everybody. in the front of his vehicle um but the thing about it is for our uh for what we do I have just found that the promotion stuff doesn't always stick. And the, when someone is constantly doing this, they are, uh, reading articles. You realize that like every night before bed, they read 90 minutes of social media articles yep. about how to optimize their feed, how to get more engagement and how to make things. They're listening to podcasts like, just make your video. Like, if you have a grievance, like, go on the video. What are you asking people? Why do we need to subscribe? When, you're going to get into another altercation that we want to get into? Yeah, he wants I, us to go along on his life journey with him, just like we want our listeners. That's to. true. I talked to Kenzo Shibata on his Class Time podcast uh, about a YouTuber named Riccicato Avocado. And <laughs> okay. Yeah, very odd situation. Uh, but the guy started out as a vegan. And now eats like hamburger patties from the heart attack grill, like 10, like hamburgers with 10 patties on them. Like it's like a huge wooden steak and he's just got them on the side and he's just munching through a dozen hamburger patties with bacon and cheese all over. He it. went from vegan to that? To that. Okay. And so now he, now he's getting in fights with everybody and it's just all about algorithm. Like whatever people like or respond to, these folks are so just driven on like that that uh moving that, the numbers moving the numbers yeah by any whatever it takes to move the numbers well let's find so, out what he's spitting mad about uh, here oh, uh you can ahead. cut ahead if you want or if you want to keep going oh i was just gonna let him go for another few minutes to okay. find out why he's spitting mad american culture and nothing in the church of the lord jesus christ that has separated the body more than these stupid things right here uh, it's a mask. He's holding up a mask. So those are separating Jesus Christ the from body the body of Christ. That's we, son of a we normally eat mothers. that, but we also need to share it. Yeah, yeah. Safety precautions. No, what these are? These are gags, ladies and gentlemen. These have become idols. These don't do anything whatsoever. They're the dumbest thing that's ever been created by humanity. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's like a you know that's a stretch. He's saying, if you're going to gag me, why don't you spank me? Well, it's not a gag, though. Is he, like, wearing it wrong? I don't know. 
what I have to wonder with some of these people is whether or not they cover their mouth when they're sne- when they sneeze, and I have to believe that they fucking don't. I do too. I well, think now that, they like, talk. It, the it, way they talk about it though is that like there's some v- freedom of speech that is being curtailed because people can't see your face. You can't show your teeth. You can't show that you're smiling. Yeah. <laughs> like you that's that's limiting your first amendment right because you can't like when when the Walmart cashier gives you your total, you can't just frown at them and go, "Yeah, these people never smile." <laughs> that's why they want to express their disgust frown. at all times. <laughs> people assume I'm smiling under this thing. I'm popping mad. <laughs> I'm spitting mad. I think everybody looks kind of irritated with the mask on. Uh, critique and maybe it's pointing out hypocrisy, but if you're spitting mad, mask time. Yeah. You got you got to put some cloth over that spitting madness. <laughs> you got to wear a mask, my man. So, uh he rambles on for quite a few minutes, but I gave you a timestamp because moving to it now. He goes into This is a pastor. Now, we all know Brian did the Holy Boys uh the, Brian did the Holy Boys thing with Tom. We know they're all full of shit, but I just, in real time, I can't watch this stuff happen and think that this is a spiritual leader of a fucking church. <laughs> Hit him with it. There's a bunch of people that follow this guy and go to his church. And you can collect money online. Yeah. Like he can do a Facebook live sermon and people can throw tips in there. He's there. He's a spiritual leader to many people. So here we go me a preaching sponsorship. Listen, I have had hundreds of people in the last few years all over the world send me Dunkin' Donuts gift certificates and gift cards because I always talk about Dunkin'. I go to Dunkin' every single day, and every day I get the same thing. I get two, right here, count them, two medium hot coffees, seven cream, five sugar in each. Why, why does he, first of all, 14 cream, <laughs> yeah, 10 sugar. Wow. He gets another one for another person, I hope, or no. does he have his like ratio figured well, out? And he's like, I'm just. Well, we learned about this with the coffee guy from New York is that people buy coffee for later and just let it sit and then uh, microwave. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think it's a, my mom used to microwave the coffee from earlier in the day. Uh, it's something that me as a millennial, I never would consider not having it after it's hot. I'm always like, oh, no, this went cold. And I throw it down the fucking <laughs> drain. <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's how I was about coffee for the early for a lot of my life. Uh, if I make a piping hot co- pot of coffee, that there is a limit. There's 90 minutes that I can drink it in. You don't need you don't like 14 cream. Yeah, this, Four, seven cream, five sugars. And I looked it up before we recorded. A sugar is a teaspoon of sugar. So so five teaspoons of sugar in each medium. It's a fucking medium coffee, too. He's drinking a fucking milkshake. A medium, yeah, you're right. That's, yeah. that's, that's 12 ounces of coffee. Yeah, I think it's 16. Is it, Oh, a medium 16? It looks like oh, it, European, yeah. Duncan's European got, people are, like, gasping, gasping right now. Well, Duncan has... Medium is 16 ounces in America. I like Duncan, too, because they do. They Their sizes are bigger. Now, isn't their coffee known to be abnormally fucking sweet? Like, uh, like the Keurigs, I bought the... I remember buying the, the donut shop coffee Keurigs, and those were supposed to be imitation Duncan, and they were... It's like a glazed donut. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that like 
their black coffee's really good. Like that's what I drink is black coffee. Man, you know I'm a man. Uh, it's a very macho thing I do. I drink black coffee. Ten teaspoons. That's three tablespoons of sugar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's going in on the sugar, man. He's got nothing else. He needs uh he needs like some uh, benzos or like a uh, a bottle of whiskey or some weed or <laughs> anything. Just yeah, slow the fuck down, sex. dude. Like you got to get sex, <laughs> some illicit sex, something to just cool you out. Yeah, fuck, man, you need a release. I'm gonna go back. A, I'm gonna go back like just a second here and and uh, let him catch up. Here we go. Count them: two medium hot coffees, seven cream, five sugar in each one. Yeah, I know I got a problem, but that's another video. Seven cream, five sugar, medium coffee. I get two of them, two, two, two. My family and I are out of town for a few days, spend some time with the kids, and I know the sign on Dunkin' Donuts says that it is mandatory for you to have a mask when you walk in, but I've been going to that Dunkin' Donuts for the last several days since we've been here, and nobody has said a peep. Nobody has said jack squat about anything. I've been going in, I'm nice, I order my... Two coffees, seven green, five sugar, and I walk out. I do it every day, about nine in the morning and five or six o'clock at night. Every single day. I do it at home in every town I preach. This guy needs Adderall is what he needs. He needs something to fucking bring it down several notches. Yeah. As well. I would hate to be as old as this guy, which I probably I am. Me and him are probably roughly the same age and have that energy level. I know. He just like is a hummingbird. <laughs> just up there like fucking digging his nails into the chair like, I gotta do something right now. <laughs> his energy level is just so too much, you know? In every place I go, nothing has been any different. And so I've been going the last few days with the signs on the door, but I still don't wear the mask because I'm not in compliance. I'm in defiance. I'm sick of this nonsense, and you should be too. But brave. This is a brave man. Actually. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm I, let, I don't think I said this on the show, but um, there was a there was. Did we talk about that Facebook group post where somebody posted um, this story from like 2070, where they talked about being a kid right now? And uh, they remember when the mask started. Do you remember that? Yes. I, I didn't read it. I don't think I know. I actually don't remember at all. There was this Facebook post going around. It was like five paragraphs. And it was like, my grandma sat me down today. It's 2070. And my grandma sat me down and said, oh, yeah, back in 2020, that's when they started the masks. That's when everybody, you know, had to. And she was like, and then in 2021, everybody had to have the vaccine or you won't go outside. And then the kid says, uh. Is that why you keep the Bible hidden in the backyard still? <laughs> and like all of like, I gotta this, find his pose. It was it's so good. Like it was the downfall of society, and it's it's an old white supremacist trope. I found out like it's an old stormfront thing from forever ago, where they would just write about how like you know, oh grandpa, yeah, there used to be white men. Now it's all mixed race people and shit. You know? Okay. It's like I it's this it's handed over format. And uh, I don't know what I was going with it, but this guy has like the same. He's got the same energy. Oh, I'm sorry. So, anyways, I posted that, and a street fight person commented and said, "I actually have a story from the 1918 flu. My grandma used to say your aunt died from that because they thought God would protect her." Yeah, yeah. Like that's the real history of the 1918 flu is that there was dummies just like this. Yeah. 
I've, I've already seen them. Like I've, I've seen pictures. There were still photos from back then with people that refused to do it. And there's been squads of people. I've seen old photos of squads of people that tried to force people to wear masks and shit. And uh, this is just a repeat of history, man. It's the same thing. There's just these these God fearing people uh, are always going to want everybody to just fucking die. Well, they're just not smart. I mean, I found out uh, that dumb shit is a good way to put somebody it. I know that is a dipshit is a person that was a flat earther. Okay, that I knew the the person I knew that was a flat earther is now uh, hopping mad. I mean, spitting mad. Okay. And nobody's done jack sprat about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell you that right now. Okay. But this person is furious because they can't get hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> and I'm just like, and also this person also believes they got an upper respiratory infection from wearing a mask. They smoke two packs of cigarettes a day. And weed they smoke weed all day too okay yeah and they eat like shit okay <laughs> i mean and yeah. they got the upper respiratory infection from the look if i get an upper respiratory infection it's from the cigarettes not the <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna blame it on something else but this this thing was like I'm watching this thing. I, I'm reading this article the other day where, like, the Surgeon General, Trump's, I believe, Surgeon General, is like, hey, the hydroxychloroquine doesn't work. Right. Let's, let's just move on. You know? Heard, yeah. <laughs> like, this person's just like, just give it to us. Let us have it then. Yeah. I don't want to buy fish antibiotics. I want the <laughs> real thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, here's more. Standing there, I ordered my stuff. I've paid for my stuff. I've kindly, gently talked to the ladies that have talked to me every single day that are super nice. And then all of a sudden, here comes Nazi Skippy. He comes walking out with his little mask and he's like, sir, I just want you to know. Now, by the way, he didn't have to embarrass me in front of everybody, but he did, which is probably. You were embarrassed. So we know now that you feel shame. From Nazi Skippy. From, yeah, you know, Here the Nazis famously known for embarrassing people. That was actually one of their big crimes. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's actually quite hilarious that we're tied up in this person's like narcissistic cloud of nonsense. <laughs> yeah. They went to a place where they mandate masks. The person in charge of making sure the mandated, the masks are mandated said, Hey, why aren't you wearing a mask? And he's like, this fucking guy's killing the buzz around here. <laughs> this fucking you know, Nazi. People wearing masks and want to wear them, and then Nazi Skippy's over here. <laughs> All of a sudden, I got to talk to you about it. What the fuck, man? I was about to leave. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the Cover other thing. Hole. A conservative you person. Have, you have an exhaust pipe for COVID coming out of your fucking head. <laughs> Probably further than most people because yes. he's a yeller. And oh, yeah. Not and he's spitting mad all the time. Never stops talking, this guy. Probably a mistake because I'm not a real silent guy when you push my buttons too far. Okay. He's like, sir, the next time you come into my store, I want you to have a mask on. I said, okay, Lord, just help me. May I stay calm? May I not say a word? But I'm not a sheep. And so sometimes okay. I just have to say things back. I said, uh, sir, this I've been coming to this head. store for What? This guy... I don't mean, I don't know if that's derogatory. This is this guy was a for, former speed abuser. This is somebody that got. I feel like this is somebody that got saved from meth or crack 
and is now on the I mean, Lord Grift. Honestly, he looks like a fitness guy. He does a lot. And uh it's probably it really probably is caffeine. It's probably a hundred percent caffeine. And just and he's just a fitness guy. Loves the smell of his own shit. Yeah. He loves talking. He, he loves, loves to be fitness. the center of attention, loves peck dancing. Yeah. Here mm. so first of all, also these conservative people are fucking for some reason now like well inside the business they can't tell you what to do yeah you know where before they would be like you know it's a private business they yeah. don't have to make a cake right for a game if they don't want to make cakes they don't have to yeah but now it's like well but if i have a right to go to walmart though <laughs> yeah, I like, mean, if you think that they they once again, revealing they're embarrassed by this, how stupid they are, but uh, also that they think Walmart is a nationalized thing. <laughs> they, they think there's just an American right that there's like a contract with Walmart. We're like, uh, sorry, I'm an American. I get to go in there. Well, they think, yeah, that's what freedom is to them. Freedom is being allowed to go to Lowe's and Dunkin' Donuts and get, get a coffee with five sugars and seven, cream. seven creams. You know, that fucking coffee is half cream. That's a lot of cream. I know. I mean, but this guy's in good shape. I gotta give him the good shape thing. Is it like he's? Is it like a? Is he trying to do some sort of bulletproof coffee hack or something? I mean, my stepdad was always in like pretty. Like he wasn't in bad. Sh well, I mean, until he died, obviously he wasn't in great shape. But like uh, he like always looked fine, and he just sugar all day and all night. And he is a recovered alcoholic though, so like he was replacing, but just was crazy about the sugar. Loved it. I love it, too. Yeah, me, too. I'm a sugar boy. I'm a carb guy uh, with the uh, carbon vegetarianism. Sugar. Uh, it's very easy to just go carbon sugar all the time. It is. It the is. same thing. I just wish there was like some way for my brain not to always crave carbs with meat. Yeah. Like, that's like, like every meal I want is a sandwich with meat on it. And I have to fight that urge every like, single day day not today yeah every yeah. day i do too every time it's just like uh, i want deep fried anything i'll take <laughs> deep fried anything for dinner <laughs> i'm getting better at like regulating that thing because i did have a like a pretty unhealthy dinner today but there were also mozzarella sticks and they were like do you want one and i was like i can't i can't like even That's too bad i can't no, it was really like, I don't want to eat another fried thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just like, I'm, my wife You're was peeling up. the, pe peeled the breading off the mozzarella stick. Oh, here's all the healthy stuff. <laughs> well. Say things back. I said, uh, sir, I've been coming to this store for the last several days and nobody has said one thing to me about one of these silly masks. He's like, well, last night at five o'clock, it was an actual mandate. I said, wait a minute. You just lied to me in front of all these people in the store because the sign has been saying for two or three days when I've been coming in two or three times a day to get my seven cream, five sugar, two medium coffees. <laughs> Fuck, dude. He, he drinks like seven coffees a day. Uh, how many did he said he comes? He said he comes in two, three times and gets two medium coffees. Yeah. 
This guy is a mess, dude. Also, just I, everything going on. Like, his whole life is fucking out of control, you know? I also think he said that he wasn't in compliance with the silly mask regulations, which probably means there wasn't, like, a bird nose <laughs> or some sort of, like, googly eyes attached to it. Like, it was, his mask wasn't silly enough. He for didn't want to wear He's like, you're demanding I wear a clown nose. <laughs> I will not wear a clown nose, and you will not make me. You like that's- little Mister E, fool. <laughs> <laughs> like that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the ga- the gagging. I like. I don't. I don't understand why. Why these people that are the loudest, screamiest, most angriest people think that putting a fucking piece of cloth over their mouth is going to silence them in any fucking way. <laughs> I I can still say everything and anything I ever fucking wanted to behind that mask. Maybe I, we, me and you just have like a confidence that our loud mouths will carry through past the fabric that this guy is. I, I mean, feel muffled. Yeah, this guy, this, this dude has there's a lot going on with this guy that you just first off oh, i followed him this I'm, is because i know this we're guy. gonna update because i'm like this guy i'm like the leftist atheist version of this guy okay he never stops talking yes he just will never stop the reason i have to walk for five to seven hours a day is so that I have a period of time where I'm not talking. <laughs> yeah. You know? You're out of the habit of just yelling at somebody's uninterested face. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, um, I think this guy, like, is just, like, super... He, like, what? at the end of the night, when he goes home, he wonders if anybody really likes him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you're being too mean now. <laughs> If he sees me talking, if he hears that, that's gonna fucking tear him up. I, I'm not. It is. <laughs> but that is. He desperately wants people to think that he's good and decent and likable. Like he's 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 such an embarrassment. And here's the other thing about him, is that he taught. This is the only mode he runs in like me and you like people are listening now and they're like well he's doing a video you know he has to keep talking yeah but i can fucking guarantee you that like this is his whole life yeah is that like his 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 kids faces are the video camera his wife's face is the video camera his parishioners faces are the video camera and he just talks at them all fucking day yeah i think he's pastor gates that runs around with his head on a swivel and is just like tied up in things that he makes seem really important yep and then you figure out that he just has a scuffle with dunkin donuts employees yeah he's taking up his whole day (laughs) If you go to this guy's church, you got to be like, hey, you know, can you fucking cool it with the, the like service workers in town? <laughs> he's, he's doing a Trumpy thing in a way where probably people that go to his church don't like can't say out loud and proud. They can't go to Walmart and start a fight with like the, the fucking security officer there. And so they're like, he, he does it, man. He does. He, he <clears throat> talks about how how the body of Christ has been split up. By these dang silly things. He's not gonna wear he's not gonna wear a giraffe mask just to, to Do you think he stand do you think he's talked about this at like like he's done these sermons? We need modern church, dog. I mean church sucks. We're like we grew up with it, it's bad. 
the only way that you can still get people in with the grift is it has to be this kind of stuff. It has yeah. to be instantaneous. It has to be provocative. It has to be like, ooh, this doesn't feel like church to me. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> this is a millennial church. Yeah, this is like, this oh, is Rock oh, City. Oh, oh I, I, I thought we just went and sang songs on Sundays, but now we're taking our, our, uh, we're taking <laughs> our, our teachings out to the Walmart. We're at war with Nazi Skippy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When Nazi Skippy comes up, we're going to stand with the armor of Christ protecting us. And he has two. Th- I mean, this guy has Nazi Skippy. If you, if I get, he has a dictionary of things that he says all the, the time. Well, that's like gonna, just figures yes. of speech that he uses personally. But they're also because of the gray hair, they are the skippy thing. I don't know the beginning of that, but that is something that my parents would say. I remember damn skippy mm-hmm. being a thing. I remember skippy. I don't know if that's related to like a Gilligan's Island thing. I don't know where skippy became. It's just a but dingus this, name. It's also this is like perfectly minion death call because that kind of language along with stuff like buttercup like, I bet he says buckle up buttercup to oh, people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's all these, there are these old, just this old style of speaking that he's like parlaying in where he just gets to go and be like, I'm one of the, I'm old school. You know, I go out there and I tell people what I think. Which, by the way, he's my age. He's yeah, he probably is. my age. Maybe oh, he's yeah. 45. Sure. He might 50. be my age. Yeah. He, he He's great. So it's hard to tell. But like, this guy is not. A damn Skippy. He's not a Skippy guy. Damn Skippy. I'm Where's not a Skippy, skippy guy. From? I'm too young for that. Here's more. I love. He's been damn saying skippy. every day that I can't come in without a mask, and nobody said a word. Well, it's just now a mandate. I said no, it's not. I said it's just now something you got your feelings hurt about. And I said, look, I've already paid for my stuff. Just give him my stuff. He's trying to act like they're not even going to give me what I already paid for. And I was doing everything I could spiritually not to come over the counter and still be a pastor in public because I'm sure there's cameras everywhere because people. What? <laughs> He was really tempted to whip this guy's ass. Dude, even when I, like, I don't know, man. When I was a kid, I always thought that, like, Christians were supposed to be, like, turn the other cheek people. Now they get to be badass gun-toting ass kickers I know. for the Lord. It's not fair. Me and Brett launched this thing, and we, we talk about, like, yeah, I'll whoop his ass. You know, let's yeah. let's go. I, I thought I was going to kick the guys. You know, let's fuck somebody up and stuff like that. Now the preachers are now allowed Now the preachers are this. on that. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Street fight? Street war is gonna be the next. <laughs> yeah, me and Brett are gonna have to go get weapons of mass destruction. These masks are wes- weapons of mass obstruction of my emotions. Mm-hmm. Well, the counter and still be a yourself. pastor in public because I'm sure there's cameras everywhere because people recognize me all over the place. So okay, yeah. I was like, look, just give me my stuff. I've already paid for it. I thank the ladies. I said, y'all doing a great job. Thank you so much. But this guy, oh man, he was getting on my ever loving nerves. And then to beat all things, here I have my two coffees. Ask anybody that oh, walks I with me any time of the day. I always have my two medium coffees. But here's what I did. I walked up to the door like I do every day at least twice, if not three times a day. I put my foot at the bottom of the door. I pushed it open, and I began to walk out to my car. And what does this, you know, lawn ranger, this is- masked man do? He's like, oh, now I see what you're Deposit. trying to do. Now you're mad because I said something about a mask, and you're trying to kick the glass out of the door. Yeah, that's smart though. Skippy's smart. Nazi Skippy. Nazi Skippy could have got him there. So uh, the damn Skippy, according to Urban Dictionary, means damn straight, which is what I thought it meant. Yeah. But if you say Nazi straight, I feel like that's a way to say like a very directly just straight up Nazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, he just Skippy. Skippy was the name of the nerdy kid on Family Ties. Oh, yeah. is that what it was? Yeah, there like Skippy was like a. It's There's just also like a skipper. A, yeah, right? you're just like ah, oh, this guy's a Skippy. Uh, I, so, so the this is a great move. I'm gonna go back just a little bit. I like uh, Nazi Skippy's move here. I, he's now I see what you're trying to do. Now you're mad because I said something about a mask and you're trying to kick the glass out of the door. True. So I walked back in with my two cups of coffee, and I said, "And uh, let let me be let me be truthful in what I said because more than likely it's on video and it'll be on Newsweek or Time Magazine sometime this week." I okay, you're not like that. You're not Newsweek, Time Magazine. You're like not that famous. Mike He's kind. You know what? That this angle you just paused at. He looks like a budget Brett Favre in a way. <laughs> he does <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> said, sir. I did not try to kick the glass in your door. I very calmly pushed the door open with my foot because it's what I do every se- Oh, no, no. I saw you. You tried to kick the glass out of the door. I said, if you call me a liar one more time, I'm going to take these work boots and I'm going to kick your teeth down your throat. Yes, I said it. And in the moment, I meant it. And I said, sir, listen to me very closely. I will be back tonight at five o'clock like I am every single day of my life to get my two medium coffees, seven creams, and five sugar. I will be back tonight, and I will not be wearing a mask. He said, I'm telling you, I'm going <laughs> to... Who gets this for... Uh, He's a drug was... addict. I... I'm a drug addict, okay? <laughs> now, every two hours, I got to go to my garage, and I got to heat up that dab rig, and I got to get my fucking two medium coffees with <laughs> ten sugars and 14 creams in them, Okay. And he has chosen Duncan as his fucking dealer. I can't. This is becomes this awkward situation where like the the Duncan people are just like, why don't you just buy like a jug at the beginning of the day and stop coming back? <laughs> like you have like I, my friend, my dude used to talk about people that buy grams every single day were so annoying because he just were like, please just buy like an eighth, buy a fucking quarter. How about when you get paid, you buy a fucking ounce. And then I don't see you for a month. You come here every goddamn day and you know you're going to be here tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. The, but they're buying it and thinking like, well, maybe I won't. I might die I mean, tonight. Here's, here's <laughs> the other thing. This Three fucking t- guy who gets what he perceives to be poor customer service, right? And he's like, and I'm going to come back later on. Oh, I'll be here. And buy two more coffee. You just accuse me of kicking in the glass? I'm going to be back. <laughs> But you're not welcome here. <laughs> they only know how to do one thing, and that's buy stuff. Like, yes. All they ever can figure out to do is <laughs> to purchase things. So he he definitely pushed the glass in an aggressive manner. We can we can infer that. He was pissed. Yeah, he was pissed. And uh, Nazi Skippy probably... I don't like Nazi Skippies personally, but he was using the leverage of like... Oh, yeah. How to oh, just... Yeah. Like, this guy's annoying... I need to kind of dig it. I need to dig into his ribs. Yeah, let me get into his ribs a little bit on this. Let's see. I'm going to make sure that I'm on shift, and I'm going to be here at 5 o'clock, and I will not let you in the door if you do not have a mask. Now, 
I'm not real sure my wife's going to let me go back at 5 o'clock. But I can tell you one thing, ladies and gentlemen. I wish to the God in heaven that I would have brought my bullhorn. Because I'd be standing on the top of this rental truck right now in their parking lot raising cane for Jesus Christ. Preaching the truth okay. of the gospel <laughs> of Jesus Christ. I am Hallelujah. Sorry. Hallelujah. I don't think Jesus Church Christ. preacher tabernacle. I just don't think this is like a Jesus cause here. No, no. You've lost. This is a personal fucking vendetta. And like everything in the Bible just says like, Get out of this. <laughs> this is why I hate Christianity more than anything, is this is all I've been presented with. And every time I really looked at the texts of it, it doesn't say this is the thing to do. I, I appreciate all of the the caring Christian people out there that go out of their way to challenge themselves not to go irate on Dunkin' Donuts people. And this kind of like American Jesus bullshit is one where the customer is always, that's the customer is always right is was John 316. That's what John 316 says. Yeah. Customer yeah. is always right. So that's a fun video. I love that it. I was great. I mean, and also again, not a Jesus thing. You can take it off the screen. Not a Jesus thing, really, to me. I, I just feel like this guy is a little too angry. I'm going to follow Pastor Greg Locke. I need to know more about this guy. Uh, he's wild. He's he's a big deal. Okay, so, uh, uh, Brett, you were saying, before we get out of here, you have uh, uh, some some micro oh, it's information. And well, we got... We don't have to be off the air. You okay. Know? Okay. Uh, is it really big? Uh, it's it not like really big. Hour? No, it's not really big. I mean, okay. I guess we could talk. It, it is related to what we just did. It, it's his. Uh, this is Mike Rose Corona opinion. Oh goodness gracious! Is, yeah, I feel like this is going to be a lot to get into. Um, but well, thank you. I'd to, love to hear it. Uh, Redbird sixty nine on Twitter. R e d b y r d. Uh, I know your real name and I know who you are and you've been a listener for a very long time. So I appreciate it that you still listen and check out what we do and uh, give us stuff like this. All right. You ready to go? Micro. I don't quick. have a, I've listened to the micro podcast. I can't do the voice. I need to do, so I need to hire somebody to coach me on this because I can't nail the fucking voice. Yeah. It's uh, lumbering and stupid and. Oh. Pastor Greg Locke has a video of himself standing in front of a Baphomet. He'll be back. I followed him, too. Like, yeah. I, there's no way he's not going to do something sensational. He's going to become the guy forever. Go ahead. All right, you ready? Mike, in a recent post, you said you've been to Tennessee and Georgia, giving speeches and filming for your new show. Before that, you were on the road shooting for dirty jobs. Is it really so important to film a television show in the midst of a pandemic? Is it responsible of you to encourage this kind of behavior when infection rates are spiking? Don't you watch the news? More and more cases every day. Aren't you concerned? This is um, a question. I read. I, I sucks because I read this. You did? The day it happened. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But, but, I think like... I think maybe I don't think it's that dangerous for him if he's not doing a bunch of shit if he's wearing a mask it's like whatever we need stuff filmed is what I'm saying we need, we need micro to film stop going crazy without all the content and I don't we're gonna definitely do dirty jobs on on the Patreon feed for uh -huh. sure 
Yeah. Absolutely 100% the, the new thing. So you know uh, we'll see what he does. But I agree. You know, I, I think there probably may a way to, maybe a way to attempt this stuff with, with, uh, with less um, risk. But what I think from his response is that Mike Rowe does his job, his dirty job, which is telling working people to eat a shit sandwich and yeah. like it. I, I can't Here's what he says. Hi, Darlene. Of course, I'm concerned. I'm just not petrified. On March 15th, the day after my part of the country was locked down, I posted a link to an interview with Dr. Michael Osterholm. I'm posting it again because I believe you and everyone else in the country would benefit from listening carefully from what he has to say. Dr. Dr. Osterholm is the Director of Infectious Disease Research and Policy. This is the same epidemiologist who 10 years ago predicted a coronavirus would come from China and turn our country upside down. In his book, Deadliest Enemies, he anticipated the utterly irresponsible way in which the media would report on this situation. Whoa. Whoa. Not, <laughs> not how the government has handled. Listen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. that's, that's what epidemiologists do. They study CNN. Yeah, they study the media. That's really, that's the big job is like, you know, one of the things you that's have to do when you, when you go to epidemiologist school is you also have to learn media criticism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a minor. Uh, you need to understand that. But here's the thing. Nothing about how it's been handled by not only the government, but corporations, all of these things, right? And how utterly the ball has been dropped. It's blaming the media. Now, I am fine with blaming the media because I do think that there's things that the media has been really bad about. You know what I mean? Like, like just the, the, I don't, I don't know. Some of the, some of, I, I forget what I was reading. I was reading something about, uh, MSNBC yesterday about how they like keep actually helpful stuff out because it doesn't get good ratings uh-huh. and helpful information about COVID-19, like, like outbreaks and stuff like that. It's all geared toward like how it makes Joe Biden or Donald Trump look right on all the news channels. And I do think that there's something to be said about the way that they cover it. But I also think that, like, there may be one of the lesser problems in this situation. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, I know. I agree. I mean, I, I think so. And it's obvious anybody could say that they're going to do a bad job because they do a bad job. Um, so he says he anticipated the utterly irresponsible way in which the media would report on the situation, the completely opportunistic and shamelessly political way our leaders would likely react, and the unprecedented chaos and confusion that would arise from all the mixed messages from the medical community. Wow. This guy's prescient. It wasn't it, mixed it, messages either. It was literally they don't know. Yeah. Like... Do you expect people to just fucking know things like this, this thing about like this trust, like this distrust in the medical community over this, over this virus. And, and look, I don't fucking know about, I, I don't know about this stuff. Like, I don't know anything. It seems like a bad thing and it seems good to stay away from each other for now. Yeah. Until there's some way to get back to normal. I I get it. You know, 
But um, I forget where I was going with that. I'm sorry. It's fine. Yeah, just so what he says about this guys. He's the only expert I know of who hasn't walked back to his numbers, reconsidered his position, or moved the goalposts with regard to what we must do, what we can do, and what he expects to happen next. Oh, they don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like they don't know. This is a new thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like people think that the media is being well, we or believe the World movies. Health Organization. We believe movies. Yes. We, we believe that like when COVID comes out, there's going to be some hotshot scientist at Columbia University that's going to be a complete fuck up that can't get their life together. But all of a sudden, they're going to put in a 22-hour day and solve the whole thing. All they've known. We don't understand that it's a... Sorry. They've been studying. It's the the hotshot epidemiologist that's only been talking about COVID and everybody's been ignoring yes. them. Yes. All of a sudden now it's like COVID and they're like, oh, well, luckily in my no- if you get my notes, then I can get you the vaccine. Yeah. They go to their house. They knock on the door. They dig them out of a, a pile of Mountain Dew cans and are like, we need your help. And he's like. COVID-19? Yeah. I told you. <laughs> yeah. Really? So Dr. Osterholm publicly predicted in March that there is a very strong p- possibility of 480,000 fatalities, even if we f- successfully flatten the curve. Okay. I mean, where are we at fatality-wise now? We're I'm, about halfway there, and we're, yeah, we're going to surpass that. We're going to hit that. Yeah. But I don't... I, but... So let me, I don't, it's hard to, to, to nail this thing down because he's just so long and wandering, but he says, I hope that doesn't sound blase or glib or fatalistic or selfish. 480,000 is an obvious tragedy and I'm sympathetic to those impacted thus far. I'm also concerned for my parents and everyone else in high risk category. But when the doctor said COVID can't be slowed and not stop, I believed him. Uh, and I think this feels like a way to say, a half million people are going to die and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And I'm also thinking that Dr. Osterholm's uh, data is on based upon the fact that we have stupid ass fucking redneck idiots that think that they're going to fight the government over this. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is just an acceptance. Once I think Mike Rowe is just saying, hey, a fucking half million of us got to die for this thing. Go to work. Yeah. Go to fucking work. Yeah. He's not anti-mask, but he just he skirts the issue so well that he just says enough that, that he's he's herd immunity is what he's going for. Uh, and just saying that. everybody like and I do accept this. I do have made grievance with this, but I'm advocating for things to change. Yeah. And what Micro has constantly done is he says, no one's in the trades. I'm going to set people up for the trades. And it's like, no one's in the trades because you can't buy a house if you're in the fucking trades. Yeah. <laughs> My parents were in the trades, you know? Like, there's no, like, he, he, you know, a half a million people are going to die. That's going to be black folks and elderly folks and marginalized people and young people that work at grocery stores and essential workers. It's not going to be micro or anybody nope. in charge of his TV show. He's written off a half million fucking people that he thinks are unworthy of being alive. I mean, well, and that's his whole, this has been his whole thing. Safety the entire term. time work a shitty job, clean up the shit, get paid $12 an hour uh, and deal with it and be happy that you have the opportunity and that you're alive. Yeah, safety third. He, safety third. He, yes. Safety third. That's, that's Mike Rose's slogan. Yeah, and you know that's what he thinks. He has all of the anti-mask bona fides, but I think he's also selling masks. He's selling masks. He says at the end that he's selling masks. Yeah. 
So he's not anti-mask because he can make a bunch of money off a of mask. Yeah, he's probably. a capitalist. Yeah, but he, I mean, he seems to me like a guy who would be anti-mask, which is he also brings in the uh, car issue. Okay, both sides. He says last year in this country there were six million oh. traffic accidents and thirty-six thousand fatalities. Tragic for sure. But imagine for a moment if no one had ever died from a car accident. Imagine if this year American endured six million traffic accidents and thirty six thousand fatalities for the first time ever. Once again, thirty six thousand compared to four hundred eighty thousand. That's over ten times the amount. Yes, you're talking ten times the amount of fatalities, and this is something that isn't a matter of chance or statistics. This is a matter of the shit that comes out of your face. Yeah, this is a matter of communicable disease. Yeah. And this guy says it's like, man, people would freak out about cars, man, you know, if they if they found right. out, just found out about them. Right. And this is something that can hit you. This is something that is relatively preventable if you follow the rules. And there's other yeah. places in the world. There's no demands from institutions to provide anything better for us. He doesn't advocate for working people to have a better situation the way they do in other places in the world. He simply says, this is your shit sandwich from American Jesus. Suck on the turd and like yeah. it. <laughs> Absolutely. He does. You're, I mean, I can't say it better than that. He's half sure. million of you, a half million of you peons are about to die. Just fucking suck it up. Cause the rest of us are going to work. Yeah. We want to fucking go home, man. We want to go, to Walmart. I want to sell I want more to go Lee to, jeans. I want to go to Dunkin' Donuts and get two coffees with 14 creams and 10 sugars. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of this shit. And I don't want to wear the goddamn silly mask. When he did the silly gospel mask. singing. Alright. Uh, fucking Mike Rowe, man. Here yeah, he is guy. again, just being annoying. He's like, Oh, seatbelts makes you feel really uncomfortable right, when you wear the, them. The car thing is also like we do everything in our power to prevent people from dying in cars. We whittle it down. We 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 have rules and regulations. There's traffic lights. There's seatbelts. Cars are you know continually being upgraded to be safer. And uh, so there's like zero- acting like we're doing nothing about car accidents is fucking crazy. We are definitely doing way less about coronavirus than we are about car accidents. Yeah. (laughs) We've put a lot of work into car accidents. We've spent like, I mean, several thousand years not really adjusting our life for germs. Yeah. This is the first time we've adjusted our lives for germs, it feels like. Yeah, exactly. In my life, I mean, as far as I've been alive, like, it's an unfortunate couple of years, but like it's something to to just work through. Yeah, I don't think it's a matter of of just just like uh, throwing all the dead people off the table and just saying, "Ah, eh, well, man, we got to do herd immunity." Yeah. That's just the way it's going to be. That's a Darwin you know? thing, really. Which for me is like, I don't know. I just it doesn't seem like there's any guarantee that a healthy person makes it through this either. You know, like there's a lot of variables that that there's a chance that there's like you're you are taking a chance if you decide to go out and get this. It's mostly elderly people and it's mostly, you know, incarcerated people and it's at risk people that the ones that are affected by this. But you're right. Um, They're talking about like kids can't kids have uh, 
uh, reproductive issues and talking about lung problems and heart problems, heart problems. And yeah, yeah all, that uh, fucking baseball player. Yeah. His heart scarred up. Yeah. From having fucking COVID. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's really something to, to take seriously and to, to navigate around it. And Mike Rowe is not the guy. I mean, he's just, well, we knew, he I mean, wasn't. all they want, I mean, he wants you back at work. And that's the that's what they fuck us up with. This is what capitalism gets us fucking screwed over. Is that we we believe in this idea that we're gonna someday have better a better life, or that we're gonna be a hundred thousandaire, and statistically you're not gonna make a hundred grand. None you're of us not, are. You're not gonna get there. But we've all been we we're all holding back from helping or taking care of other people simply because we want to get a hundred thousand dollars at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's perfect. Let's let's uh, end the show there. Thanks for listening to Street Fight. You can find more of what we do uh, on Google Play. I think it's called like Google Podcast now. Why did you pick that? Google Play is popular, man. It's, it's huge. Popping. People Google are Play like everybody's on Google Play. No, most people are Android users. You can get it in the iTunes app. Yeah, which is where everybody it's like gets thirty thirty two percent of phone users go to get their podcasts. What? Um, yeah, it's not the most popping. It is the iPhone's gotta be. No. You're for real? No. Android is like 70, 60% of the market. This is a mind blowing to me because really? I thought the iPhone was like 90% of the market. <laughs> no. That was like my belief. Absolutely not. That just shows. Yeah. Yeah. You got like, yeah, you got to deal with all of the. All of the companies. That right, but I just stuff. assume when people go to the cell phone store, they say, give me the iPhone. I'll have a not Android. That's yeah. what they say when they show up. Basically, I believe, and that's just because it's me. You know? Yeah. That's wild to me. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And huh? it didn't. I would have never. I seriously would have said 90% of people have iPhones. I thought iPhone was basically the government-issued phone. Yeah, uh, someday. <laughs> but there's going to be a revolt if that happens. If everybody can only have the iPhones, there will be definitely a civil war in this yeah, country. You can't, you, you can't download torrents. I'm going to jailbreak iPhone. my fucking iPhone. <laughs> you can't stop me. Yeah. I mean, I get why people get Android. It's just they get it to do things that I don't do. Right, right. You know they what I mean? They have an interest in it. Like, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not going to download torrents on my phone. I'm not going to like. I don't know what the other stuff is. You know, I just know that I know one guy that has it. Yeah, like load I don't Mame on it or something. And what? Load Mame on it. Yeah, you get some arcade. Yeah, that's the other thing. Arcade ROMs going. Yeah, like that's the dude I know that has an Android. Like, well, other than Jason, but the dude I know that like is real pop that will not get an iPhone, and we can't figure out why. Because uh, he wants to play Sengoku on Neo Geo on his phone, man. Yeah, that's that's what it is. That's. <laughs> They're not, his is not, he's definitely not buying them. Cause, I mean, the reason why they're probably more sold is because Android's are cheaper. That's true. They yeah, they're like, affordable. You know, bucks anybody can load, yeah, anybody can load Android onto their phone. It's the people's okay. phone. I'm sorry, but you are, you're right. You're bourgeoisie. Hey, I agree. I hey. want to, but I think that I've always believed I want to, to lift all boats to the iPhones. Like, I just want to get. Everybody out of the confusion of the Android. Network. It's not lifting though, really. Now, when you think about it, you know, Why? because I the Android. No, a small do, a small stuff. amount do, but most just need to get a dummy phone, like an iPhone. Most would rather have they an need, iPhone. They need the Play School phone. That's the best phone. 
I mean, it is a play school fun. You can't really you can't do, do anything fuck with, with this shit. Fuck. I love you it. Cannot do. I used to fuck with so much shit on my Android and just fuck it to oh, up so bad. Yeah, no, I <laughs> it's can't like do my anything. computer. It's like yeah, I it's, want a Mac. I'm so bad at computers too. <laughs> just I just fuck with it so out. much until it's like you fuck. can't do that. Yeah, it's a computer. It's not like a fucking solve all your problems machine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's I, like I'm a console gamer. Like okay. when I play video games, I will only play on a console, and there is never, ever, ever going to be a possibility I play on a PC. Ever, I will not. It has a stigma to me because, like, I'm not gonna put. I don't want to play video game on a fucking keyboard. That's crazy talk. And a mouse. Those are work things. Yeah, that was forever ago. Talking about like Counter Strike and shit. I'm just talking about what I've seen because I got see control. Felix posting about the the, you can the put an mouse. X- you can put an Xbox controller into the computer. I still don't. I mean, and then you got to buy the most expensive computer they you make. You do. You do. You know what I mean? You got to buy a new graphics card every six months. It's just the whole thing where it's like gaming on a PC. You get a PlayStation, and that thing fucking lasts you for six years before they make another PlayStation, and you're like set. You do the gaming on the gaming PC, you're fucking every day probably buying something that costs 200 bucks. Yeah, there's RAM compatibility issues all of a sudden. Yeah, everything is, it's $200 a day to be a PC gamer. It's my belief. Stuff wrote at home. (laughs) Yeah, that's all. I'm done. I'll get off. Thanks for listening to Street Fight. Um, Please support the show. You can watch what we do on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. And uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, uh, if you want to send some extra money our way, uh, use your Amazon Prime subscription to sign up for Twitch and subscribe to Street Fight Radio. We get paid off of that. So if you're not using it, head to twitch.tv slash Street Fight Radio and uh, jump in that there system. Uh, let us let us know what you think. Let, uh, chat, all that stuff. I feel like I don't want to say like and subscribe, but pretty much I want you to like and subscribe. I hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back on Sunday. We're taking your calls. Uh, 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. Peace.